Welcome to Courageously Casey. I am your host, Casey Russell, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is to share my story for His glory, and my prayer is that God will utilize me to speak to your heart and mind so that you too are able to confidently and courageously go after your God-sized dreams. Let's get right to it. Hey you guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today is one that I'm so thankful that I get to talk about this subject. Um, It's about motherhood and so, you know, I want to be sensitive to the fact that there are people that are praying to be a mom. There are people that have suffered child um, loss, which is just so unimaginable to me. Um, There are people that are praying for adoption. There are people that may listen to this that have just experienced a miscarriage. And so I just want to acknowledge that from the start that um, I see you and I hear you and I'd be happy to pray for you because I just, I can't even imagine that walk. So today though, I want to jump into the whole feeling of the word just. Yes, the word J-U-S-T. And it's specifically (laughs) when we talk about motherhood. Have you ever felt yourself, especially if in your season of raising young kids, have you ever felt yourself saying, I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. You know, I just do the laundry. I just clean dirty diapers up. I'm just stuck at home. I'm just a mom. But are you? No, you're not. Friend, can I remind you today (laughs) that you're not just a mom. You are their mom. You're the one that God perfectly orchestrated for them. The one that he knew by name. The one that, gosh, is their safe place, their hand to hold, their shoulder to cry on, their nurturer, their provider, their protector, their comforter, their friend. That's you. Think about it. When a little kid gets hurt, I know they love their daddies and I pray that their daddy is the most amazing thing. But let's get real. Where do they run to? When they're sick or they're hurt, where do they run to? It's you, mama. It's you. Who do they want? You. They want you. There's something about a mother that nothing can be explained about it. Like, it's this unsaid, unspoken thing that literally everybody knows. Have you ever been around people and they want to love your child. They want to hold them. They want to play with them. Um, and so I think they mean this. I don't think they mean any harm by it. I think they mean this in a good way. But they'll say like, get away, mama. You know, or they'll say like, oh, you don't need your mama. You know, because the kid will want and gravitate to them. And it, it's kind of this thing where, you know, it's a natural thing where our kids want us 
because we're not just their mom. We are their safe place. We're their refuge. We are their comfort. We're their comfort zone. Like we're not just their comfort, but we're their, we're their zone. When they're with us, when they're attached to us, when they are holding our leg or we're holding them or they're sitting in our lap, they're like in the box that they want to be and they feel covered, right? And get, listen, I get it. <laughs> I understand 150% about some days being totally sick of all the air quote mom duties and wishing like someone else could just be me for five minutes. Has anybody ever felt that way? I find myself saying this probably a little too often if I'm just going to be really transparent. I'll say, I just need a clone me. I just need five of me. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? Yeah. Well, I feel that way sometimes. And I feel like Stretch Armstrong stretched in a million different directions, feeling like if I clean up my kitchen one more time, I'm just going to scream, feeling like, oh my gosh, if my toddler gets into one more thing, Lord, we call him 14 hands for a reason. Maybe you have one like this and goodness me, I love him. I love him. But sometimes I just get totally sick of all these you know, mom duties. And I do want to put this out there before anybody starts messaging and saying, well, your husband needs to step up, blah, blah, blah. Look, my husband does step up. He is so incredibly helpful. And for the record, I believe that it is both a mother and a father's duty to do these duties. Yes, laundry. Yes, cooking. Yes, tending to the dirty diapers and cleaning up the kids and bath time and reading bedtime stories and taking them to and from school and activities. Oh, yes. You bet your do bottom dollar. I believe that it's both responsibilities. But if you're anything like us, I typically am in the home more often. Yes, working. Yes, building several different businesses, but also at home, whereas my husband isn't. And so when you find yourself in the middle of these moments where you're just like, oh, can somebody else do this for me? Can somebody else be me? Can somebody else hold them right now? I'm so touched out. Can somebody else get up in the middle of the night, even though they definitely want you? Can I just remind you, God chose you. He appointed you. And he also chose them for you and that child or children to be together. I don't know about y'all, but to me, it's like such a reassuring feeling. And it feels like this blanket of peace over me. Like, you can do this. You're meant for this. You're called for this. And they are picking you. You know, life can get heavy sometimes and it's like, does anybody else see me? Well, let me tell you, your child does. Your children always see you. They can pick you out of a crowd of a thousand people and you can do that with your child. Have you ever been somewhere, maybe it's a ball field or a stadium or a school event and your baby starts crying? I mean, I can feel this welling up in me right now as I even say it. Like, that's my baby. 
I know that's my baby. I don't even have to see them. It's better than a mama cow, you guys. Like, I know that cry. I'll tell you a story. Colton and I were riding in the back pasture and um, Lincoln and Towns, so my daughter, my oldest daughter and my son were with his grandmother at our house. And so we were horseback, but we were coming in and we really didn't know what they were doing because we were horseback and they were at the house. Anyways, um, as we were riding in, off into the distance, I could hear crying. And I looked over to Colton and I said, that's my baby. And he said, no, I don't, I don't think so. You know, we had like music playing and I said, no, I know that's my baby. And so I dropped everything and I literally ran to the house and I couldn't find him. I didn't know where they were at. I ran in and found Lincoln first. And I said, where's Towns? Where's Mimi? And she said, I don't know. They went outside. And I thought, well, I didn't see him. And sure enough, he had just stumbled and fallen. And that's very normal for a toddler. But I thought about that. You know, God orchestrated that perfectly where when my baby cries, it doesn't matter how far from him I am. I know that that's him. And, and there's nobody that can convince me that it wasn't him, right? I know you have this with your children too. I know that sometimes you can feel inadequate. Has anybody ever done homework with their children? Wow. Third grade is what we are at with my oldest daughter. And sometimes I feel so inadequate and underqualified. And I'll just tell you, sometimes I go, what was that college degree for? <laughs> I mean, this stuff is crazy how they're teaching math right now. And I just have to pray over that. Chances are you are too, but man, I can feel so less than. Have you ever had your child say, well, so-and-so's mom does that. And so-and-so's mom does this. And why aren't you that way? It doesn't happen often, but it has happened. And in those moments, I find myself feeling so less than, so unqualified, so small. If you're anything like me and you have these moments, I want to share some truth, some biblical truth about this, that you're not just a mom, that you're not inadequate, that you're not underqualified or less than or unseen. No, you're not. You are set apart for your children. You have been overqualified. You are adequate. You are more than enough. You are everything in a mother that they need. In Psalms 139 and 15, it says, My bones weren't hidden from you when I was being put together in a secret place. When I was being woven together in the deep parts of the earth, your eyes saw my embryo. And on your scroll, every day was written that was being formed for me before any one of them had happened yet. What a promise. In Isaiah 49 and 15, it says, Can a woman forget her nursing child, fail to, the pity, uh, fail to pity the child of her womb? Even these may forget, forget, but I won't forget you. Look at my palms, I've inscribed you. Your walls are before me continually. I love that. 
He never forgets us, you guys. He's never forgotten us. Just like we can't forget it when if you've breastfed, you know, like even if your kid hasn't nursed in a while, like you're gonna know that you're a breastfeeding mom because there's body parts that are gonna remind you. <laughs> and it's just that promise that like he goes, I haven't forgotten you. Look at my palms. I've inscribed you. John 16 and 21 is another one. When a woman gives birth, she has pain because her time has come. But when the child is born, she no longer remembers her distress because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. If y'all have heard my birth story with my son, you know that I did this naturally. And I thought, I think it's always interesting when people come and they, they say, well, did it hurt? And it makes me want to laugh. And I typically do. And I'm like, no, it felt great. I mean, of course it hurt, right? There's a pain. But through anything in life, is there going to be a suffer, suffering and a sacrifice to birth something new? Oh, yeah. I think we need to do a new podcast on that, don't you? Yeah, but do you remember the joy that you had when that child came in? I mean, this unspeakable, unwavering, just overwhelming joy. I remember it like yesterday when they placed my daughter on my stomach. I had a totally different birth experience with Lincoln, my first daughter. And it's why I chose to do it differently for my son. But, you know, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget looking in her eyes and seeing her and seeing me woven in her. Like, wow, I created that. Maybe you feel that. Maybe as I'm saying these words, you can remember those moments. And when you remember those moments, remember that he chose you, mama, and you're not just a mom. You've already done a big job by bringing them in this world. And now you get to have the joy from it. I'm going to read a couple more verses that I think that us mamas just need to remember. In Mark 9 and 36, it says, Jesus reached for a little child placed him among the 12 and embraced him. And then he said, whoever welcomes one of these children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me isn't actually welcoming me, but rather the one who sent me. God uses children all throughout the Bible and he can use yours in these moments of frustration and feeling inadequate and maybe just wishing somebody else could be you. Can I encourage you that we have a job to do? That our four walls of our home are a ministry. They're one of the most important ministries, in fact. Can I remind you that your work in your home and with your children isn't unseen? It is so clearly seen in the way that your children love and they they act and they display and they show Jesus and that they're used by him. And then I'm going to leave you with this one, Matthew 6 and 34. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, when you find yourself in these moments of, gosh, if one more thing, if one more cry, if one more accident, if one more spill, 
if one more child gets hurt, how much more can I bear from today? If they complain about not eating the food or it wasn't good or that you're so boring. Remember, this too shall pass. Tomorrow is always there. Take a pause. Remember that you were made for such a time as this and for those babies in your home, for your marriage, for your home, right? I needed this reminder as much as hopefully you did that in the middle of the mundane, that we're not just a mom, we're not just a mother, we are there mama, mom, mother, and we always will be. I pray this encourages your heart. And if you have a mom that you know is struggling or she just needs a reminder, maybe you don't know a mom that's struggling, just send her this to say, hey, you're doing a good job. You're seen, you're loved, and your kids love you too. I'm going to pray us out. Thank you, Father God, for today. Lord, thank you for motherhood. Thank you for allowing me to know the gift of motherhood. God, I lift up any woman that's listening to this that is struggling with either becoming a mother, losing a child, having children that are away from her right now. Lord, the one that's praying for adoption. God, you know their need. The one that's going through IVF or infertility. God, you know their need. And so I just ask that you meet their need. Lord, I pray for the mom that's at home. I pray for the working mom that's away and feels like she doesn't get to see her kids enough. Or the mom that's at home that feels like she's around her kids too much. You know the ones. God, I ask that in the middle of the mundane that you would sustain them. That you would give them a renewed joy. That you would birth something new in them just like they birthed their children. And that joy just would overcome them. God, that when they look into the eyes of their children, that they would know that they have been chosen by them and for them. Lord, that we wouldn't lose sight of the mission as a mother. That we would be proud to be a mama. That we would be thankful that we get to have these children and raise them up to know you and love you. God, that we would band together as mothers and friends, both the ones that have come before us and the ones that are yet to come, that we wouldn't look down upon each other for the way that we do things, but that we would encourage one another, that we wouldn't put down or cast judgment, but that we would just have love and open arms and being willing to help out and lend a hand. God, I thank you for each listener. I thank you for the heart that's going to be encouraged by this and that your words that you give us to speak truth in these moments. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we honor you. Amen. Hey friend, I pray that this podcast resonated with you today. If it did, would you please do me a favor? Take three minutes and give me a review. Five stars, obviously the best. And in the comments, write how God spoke to you today. Also, if you are not already, please, please, please follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at Casey Graham Russell, all together. I would love to connect with you over there. And if you haven't checked out my website, CaseyGrahamRussell.com, 
We are constantly updating things. I'm sending out emails and just trying my best to give you guys more tools to live out your God-sized dreams. Until next time, God bless. And hey, guess what? I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more.